Hey there, beloved. Welcome back to another episode of the As Kelly Show. I am your host, Kelly Nille, independent advice columnist as well as international love and life coach. In today's episode, I will be breaking down what the cool girl trope is, why we play this role, and how we can stop. But before we get into that, I would like to invite you to follow me on my socials. Follow my blog as kilinelle.wordpress.com for all my previous advice on dating, relationships, and self-improvement. And if you'd like the opportunity to vote for the next topic, follow me on either Twitter at kilinelle or on Instagram at kelly.nelle. That said, let's dive into today's episode. If you're listening to this, you've probably played the cool girl once or twice, and you were probably praised for it. But at some point, you realize that you're not like other girls, it doesn't come with any special treatment, and that it's not the compliment that men and society make it out to be. According to Gillian Flynn, Cool girl is a hot, brilliant, funny woman who adores football, poker, dirty jerks, and burping, who plays video games, drinks cheap beer, loves threesomes and anal sex, and jams hot dogs and burgers into her mouth like she's hosting the the world's biggest culinary gangbang while somehow maintaining a size two, because cool girls, above all, are hot. Hot and understanding. Cool girls never get angry. They only smile in a chagrined, loving way and let their men do whatever they want. Sound familiar? Now, there's nothing wrong with being a guy's gal. I consider myself a guy's gal. I like NBA. I like video games. I always order an inordinate amount of food. But I'm also a girly girl in many ways. And most importantly, I'm a woman with needs, expectations, boundaries, and standards. So if you're a woman who really can hang with the guys, know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that so long as it's authentic. The problem arises, however, when we enjoy certain things and act a certain way, all for the approval of men. Now, like I've said, when you've been the cool girl, you eventually discover that it's a minimum wage job that comes with no fringe benefits. Being desired by men doesn't mean that we'll be treated in a desirable way. I'm sure you've noticed by now that the hottest, most laid-back, people-pleasing girl doesn't get treated in the best way. Yes, they're high in demand, but as Nate Jacobs from Euphoria once said to Casey, most guys aren't interested in her beyond sex. And even if these guys are, there is still no guarantee that those guys will treat her the right way. If anything, they'll most likely be the sort of guy who's low effort, nonchalant, and quote-unquote forgets about Valentine's Day. Even though every store and pretty much the 11th tweet on your Twitter acts as a reminder of it. Another con to being cool girl is that most girls who can hang with the guys are usually seen as the quote-unquote homie. In other words, she's cool enough to hang and sleep with, but not cool enough to be a girlfriend. This just proves that you can be everything a man thinks he wants and still not get the love that you want and deserve. This is the biggest con of all.
So now that we know the cons, what are the reasons behind this form of self-abandonment? The first reason is that we're constantly told that it's what men want and what they'll commit to, which we've of course discovered is a fallacy. Playing cool girl can also be a symptom of low self-esteem and self-worth, attachment issues on the lower end, and CPTSD or a personality disorder, i.e. borderline personality disorder, on the more severe end. And now that we know the why, how can we fix this? How can we stop being cool girl? If you have an inkling that your cool girl behavior may be a symptom of a larger issue, then please consult a therapist or a trauma-informed coach. If you, however, believe that your cool girl behavior isn't that serious, then try the following. One, what people-pleasing habits are you guilty of? What enmeshment habits do you have? Nix these behaviors immediately. Unsubscribe from them completely. And while you're at it, try not to be too hard on yourself for engaging in them in the first place. And the second thing you can do is to get in touch with who you are. Are you a girly girl? Or are you a guide's girl? Or are you perhaps both? We can't find the right person for us and be loved in ways that are meaningful to us if we're living behind a mask. Whatever woman you discover you are, embrace her because she's the one who will call in the right person. Be and do what feels authentic to you. The third thing to do is to get in touch with your needs and expectations. Do you want to be courted? Do you want someone thoughtful? Your needs and expectations are specific to you and someone who's capable of fulfilling them exists as long as you believe they do. Not believing that is how we end up in situations where we settle. So do away with the narrative that says that whatever you want isn't possible. Lastly, what are your boundaries? Do you want someone who won't rush to the bedroom? Do you want someone who doesn't stand you up, especially without notice? Again, your boundaries are specific to you and upholding them is your responsibility. If you need help identifying and expressing your boundaries, check out my episode on how to identify and set your boundaries for great tips on how to accomplish this. So, have you ever been cool girl? What was it like for you and what did you learn from it? I'd love to hear all about it, so do share your thoughts with me on my socials. If you need sound advice on matters of the heart or life, or if you'd like one-on-one coaching, click the link in the description to book a session with me. If you'd simply like to support this podcast and see it grow, then please share this episode with a friend and hit follow on whatever platform you're listening from. All right, beloved. Until the next episode, ciao for now.